The function of the Ten Commandments is to expose our sin, to give us a knowledge that we're sinners. Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, this is Rich, Rich Homeris. And I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. Now we're continuing our look at the topics Grace and Works with Bible teacher and pastor Joe Jackowitz. Now, Pastor Joe is the president of First Love Ministries and the pastor of Christ Bible Church in Pleasanton, California. We asked Pastor Joe to clarify the difference between what the Bible means by God's grace and our works. Remember what Romans 4 says, Rich, in verses 1 through 3, using Abraham as an example, he says, What then shall we say that Abraham our father has found according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. So salvation in the case of Abraham and in everybody was based on grace, something he doesn't do, but something God gives him through faith. Faith is like a bridge. It gets us from one side to the other. But we can't even take credit for exercising faith in Christ because God gives us faith as a gift. Even the bridge itself is constructed by God for us to get from one side to the other. But we are commanded to exercise that faith through our minds, through our hearts, through our spirits. We exercise faith. But again, faith is a gift from beginning to end, from the beginning of our seeking salvation to the very end when God saves us. We cannot take credit for anything, not even faith. That's why it says it's it's not of ourselves. Why? Because we'll boast. If even the smallest aspect of our salvation is attributed or credited to us, the, the flesh and pride and egotism of man will very quickly take credit for it and give us cause to boast. And when we boast, we'll take the glory away from God. Just as God said about Abraham that Abraham has found nothing to boast about in his salvation. He trusted in Jesus Christ, just like you and me did for salvation. And he was justified based on grace through faith, just as you and I did. And the Bible says, therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight for by the law is the knowledge of sin. Some people say, well, Joe, I've kept the commandments. I'm a nice person. I try the best I can. I do the best I can. And I've kept the commandments. Well, they don't mean they've kept them perfectly. They may have kept many of them. But God expects and requires people to keep the commandments perfectly in order to be entitled to heaven. And so God says by keeping the commandments partially, no one has kept them perfectly except the Lord Jesus Christ. No flesh will be justified in his sight. Someone says, well, why did God give us the Ten Commandments if we cannot earn our salvation by keeping them? Well, right here in Romans 3.20, it says, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. The function of the Ten Commandments is to expose our sin, to give us a knowledge that we're sinners, or else we will have and see no need for salvation if we don't see that we need to be saved from something, from our sin. And so the Ten Commandments reminds us that we've broken the commandments, we've not kept them, makes us feel bad, it convicts us of our sins and our broken commandments, which drives us, said conviction drives us, the sorrow for sin 
and repentance drives us to Jesus Christ to be saved by faith in him. And so someone would ask, as the scripture does in Romans 3.27, where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. Galatians says, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ, even we believers have believed in Christ Jesus that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. So the Bible teaches that we're not saved by works, by our good deeds, because we'll boast, we'll take the glory and credit away from God, and we cannot have our works accepted by God anyway. God repudiates and rejects everything that is of self, everything within that we think is is acceptable to God and everything we do. It's all rejected by God. Only through Jesus Christ, by grace through faith, are we saved. Now, uh, Pastor Joe, you're talking about works here, and some might be looking at uh, James chapter 2, verse 17, where it says, faith without works is dead. And here we're told that our salvation is not of works. So how do you explain that? It uh, sounds like we have a contradiction here. No, it's a very simple explanation. James 2 teaches that works are not the grounds and basis of our salvation. Works are the evidence that we're saved. They're the fruits that a saving work of the Holy Spirit has been done inside of us. And so it's a big difference between the grounds of salvation and the evidence of salvation. Works can never be the grounds of our salvation. And that's what the book of Romans, the book of Galatians, and the book of Hebrews teaches us very clearly, that we're not saved or sanctified as Christians by our works. Works naturally build and develop and emerge from our Christian life and our service and our activities as the Holy Spirit empowers us and stirs up fresh love for Christ, the work spontaneously flow from our relationship with Christ as our love for the Lord and our desire to worship Him increase. But, but they are never, that is, our salvation and our sanctification are, are never uh, brought about by anything we do with our hands. It's only by the grace of God through faith in Jesus Christ. And our works are done based on the grace God gives us to love him and to serve him. And again, our works themselves are done in God. And the very next verse in Ephesians 2.10, after verses 8 and 9, it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which the Lord has ordained that we should walk in them beforehand. So even our works were ordained by God. In John 15, Jesus said, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, that you should go and bring forth fruit or works, and that your fruit should remain. So no one can even take credit for the works that they do. We're visiting with Pastor Joe Jackowitz on the topic, Grace and Works. And we'll return to our talk with Pastor Joe in just a moment. So stay with us. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby. And we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby. Now that's all one word. And Bobby is spelled B-O-B-B-I dot com. 
There, all of our podcasts are posted, along with all of our contact information. Also, you can connect with us on social media by friending us on Facebook, post on Instagram, tweet us on Twitter, or tune us in on Pandora. Now let's return to our talk with Pastor Joe as we continue talking about grace and works. So interesting how um, our Lord says that we were created by God and for God. Yes, we were created by God and for God. And that's why it's so important that anyone listening to this program pull back and first of all, think about what is the purpose of your existence? What's the meaning of life? Look at the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve were created out of the dust of the ground for the very purpose of worshiping God, having fellowship and communion with God. That is the that is the main and only reason why we were created to begin with, that is Adam and Eve. But sin entered the picture and the fall took place and sin took over and we became slaves of sin, born in original sin. But God sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to rescue us from sin by faith in him and to reconcile us to God so that we can get back to that status and that ability that Adam and Eve had to love him with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, to know him, to get pleasure only and joy and fulfillment and gratification only in serving God, walking with God, knowing God, doing works for God. This is why we live. And we we need to make sure that we count the cost and that we don't get caught up in the things of the world and that the cares of this world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, and the material things of this world do not usurp nor supplant the place and the purpose of Jesus Christ for us as Christians, which is to spend as much time as we can in loving him, serving him, and knowing him. Everything else we do in this life, including our jobs and so many other activities, are just an interruption a parenthesis in knowing God, in becoming more deeply in love with Him and one with Him. Yes, and what a rich existence it is when He opens our eyes and we get to know Him. Amen. Praise God. Well, I have a follow-up question. So we've read in the Bible how salvation is a gift of God. And say the Lord has opened up our eyes and we have faith that God has saved us through grace alone, just because He loves us and forgives us. So we have this understanding now, but I've been reading how Christians often don't live what they believe. They live as though they do have to earn it. We might feel a heavy burden that we haven't read the Bible enough or uh, we haven't volunteered enough or whatever, and we're afraid that God will turn his back on us. So have you found that, Pastor Joe? And if so, what do we do about that so we can actually live what we believe? Well, if a Christian has a guilty conscience and feels that he or she has not done enough for the Lord, I think there's a danger in going back to a works-oriented mindset, thinking that we're approved by God by what we do, not by who we are in Christ. The only grounds of our acceptance with God is the righteousness, the merit, the high priestly intercession, and the atoning work and death of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. If God does not see us or view us through the blood of Christ, the righteousness of Christ, and does not have a relationship with us based on the meritorious and effectual 
prayers and intercessions of our Lord Jesus Christ. We cannot come into the Holy of Holies. We have no acceptance before the Godhead. We cannot even come into his presence. Christ mediates everything we are as Christians and everything we do. A true believer dare not come into the presence of God without consciously aware of the fact that he is coming into God's presence through the Lord Jesus Christ, through his merits and his work and his righteousness. And so Christ is the one who not only fills up what is lacking in us, but he perfects what is weak in us. The Bible says we, throughout Ephesians, over and over and over again, we are complete in him. We are complete in him. So when we get a guilty conscience and feel like our works are not enough, our works are not accepted, uh, we need to do more and so forth, you need to make sure you're doing that or you have those thoughts based on zeal for Christ and love for Christ that the Holy Spirit produces in you, not based on guilty feelings that that emanate from a legal approach to God, thinking you need to do more to be accepted by God, including your works. An interesting discussion with Pastor Joe Jackowitz on what the Bible has to say about grace, God's grace, and works, our works. Yes. And we hope that this talk will encourage you to search the scriptures to find out for yourself or to understand even more deeply about God's marvelous gift to us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And we thank Pastor Joe Jackowitz, the president of First Love Ministries and pastor of Christ Bible Church for sharing with us. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast on this platform or any of the others like iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Also, if you've missed a program or would like to hear the current one again or invite others to listen, just go to our website at connectionswithrichandbobby.com. Also, all of our contact information is there. Then, if you have a smart speaker, you can also listen to us there by simply saying, Alexa, Siri, or Hey Google, play the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. Also, you can listen to our program on Pandora. And finally, you can connect with us on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So please take a moment to let us know about you. And we'd love to hear your feedback about our program. This is Connections, connecting with one another as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening, and remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word. And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby. Bobby.